And I'd like to offer as a continuation of this practice some reflections on dana and on the practice of dana. So I think something that's always very present when we come together to practice as a community is how much this is a gift that we're offering and receiving to um, to and from each other. Yeah, real sense of, of dana, of offering. And there's something sometimes about doing this in this way. <laughs> coming together um, online, which makes it even more palpable. Yeah, because here we are, each in our own space, in our own home, and I think it's clear to most of us that there's such an added benefit, there's such an added power to practicing with others. And that's to a great degree why we're here. Sometimes we very much feel um, what we're receiving. We feel the support that others are offering and we forget <laughs> that we are part of that. Yeah, that's often the thing that we don't see so much. It's less clear to us. You know, we can feel the support that we're receiving and, and we forget that we are part of that movement. We are part of that creation. And so I really want to highlight that, you know, this is the spirit of dana, it's remembering, yeah, remembering our place, remembering um, the value of what we offer, of the gifts that we offer each other when we practice together, when we practice actually at all, but when we practice together. So for me, um, dana is very much about participation and about community. Yeah, it's very much about that sense of participation and community. And when I speak about participation in this regard, it, it feels like um, really the participation of keeping the Dharma, keeping the practices, keeping the teachings alive. If no one practiced them, if no one listened to them, <laughs> they would stop existing. So really in our participation, in our showing up, we keep that wheel turning, that's the image in the teachings, the wheel of Dharma turning. And so the, the whole of our practice is really um, rooted in this principle, rooted in this attitude, rooted in this understanding, in this practice of Dharma, of participation, of community, of giving. And we, the whole retreat, yeah, everything we've done has been rooted in that. Um, but today or towards the end of 
a period of practice together, there's also the opportunity to practice dana um, as um, support, as financial support, through that same understanding of the participation, that we make this happen, that we make this possible. And again, um, it's such a joy for me that uh, now with the online, this online retreat and the online retreats, all the online activities, they're completely in the spirit of dana. So, you know, they're, they're completely reliant, they're completely um, supported by all of us doing this practice. Doing this practice of keeping the wheel of the Dharma turning in the world, supporting it to, to happen that way. And so why do I love dana so much? Why do I think it's so important? Why am I so grateful that... Um, Gaia House made the decision to offer the online retreats in this way. Um, For me, there's three reasons (laughs) that I can think of. And some of you, there's quite a few people here who've heard me give many dana talks. (laughs) You you probably can recite these three points um, as well as me. But anyway, not, not everyone's got a good memory. And not all of you have heard them. So here they are. So the first one is that it means the Dharma is completely accessible to all. Yeah. And especially in these times, so important. Yeah. That the Dharma is accessible to everyone. And there no, no one needs to feel any discomfort around joining, around practicing. So that's the first reason why I I love the fact that uh, retreats are offered in this way. Um, The second is because I find in my own practice, in my own life, that dana is such a powerful practice. Yeah, it's not always comfortable, but as we know, (laughs) neither is any practice. Yeah, it's not always comfortable, but it's so powerful to really connect to that sense of giving and receiving, to really connect to that sense of community and participation. And it opens up so many areas um, of insight for us to really reflect on what is ours, what is mine and what is ours, what is shared, what is it that I wish to nourish in the world and how. And the third reason why I really value this practice is uh, because it's so radical. Yeah. And it makes the exchange between us, the flow between us conscious, between all of us. Because as we know, we know all of us living in consumer societies where there's a price on most things. That makes the exchange unconscious a lot of the time. Not always, of course, but a lot of the time. And this makes it conscious. We can feel not only what we've received, but also what we offer. Back to that initial point that I made. We can also feel what we're offering back, which is often something that really goes into the shadows. 
So as, as you probably know, because you've received this information already, maybe had a look at the notice board. Um, sorry, I think there's, yeah, great. So as you know, there's the possibility. Yeah, so the retreat was, is offered completely on Dana, and there's a possibility for each of us to offer support. Um, there's possibility to offer support to Gaia House. And um, I really need to say that a lot of work has gone into making this retreat from Gaia House. Yeah, a lot of work. So always, even when retreats are at Gaia House, <laughs> the presence of the people that are doing the work is pretty transparent. They're completely invisible or mostly invisible. But here it's even more so. Yeah. But a lot of work has, has gone into making this retreat possible. And also, um, as many of you know, the expenses of Gaia House are ongoing, but the income um, is almost non-existent at the moment. So any possibility to support Gaia House with the real understanding, it's so obvious, yeah, if we support Gaia House so that Gaia House continues, then we're supporting the Dharma and we're supporting this to happen. So we can see this flow, yeah? It's all a flow that keeps coming back to each of us, yeah? A flow of our mutuality and our interdependence. So there's the possibility to offer dana to Guy House. Um, you can do it. There's the link from the notice board. Um, you also received the link when you um, registered originally and here's the link to the notice board in case you haven't got it so all the information is there there's also the possibility to offer dana to nathan and myself for the teaching and um, your kindness and generosity and the kindness and generosity of many others uh, is what allows us to keep doing this to keep offering uh, what we love uh, to others to share the dharma with others. So again, it's that flow that keeps going. Yeah. So when we're supporting Guy House, we're supporting the teachings through the teachers, um, it keeps on flowing, it keeps on spreading in the world and including us in that in, in infinite ways. And so um, many of you know, Nathan and I teach full-time. Um, so far during these corona times, we're teaching full-time and a half. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and Dana's our primary source of, of livelihood. And so remembering when we practice that um, a huge part of the practice is, is to do it as a practice, yeah? That consciousness that I was speaking of, yeah? To contemplate what have I received, what has been of value, uh, to feel that movement of dana coming through us, what we wish to offer. Yeah, what we wish to offer. And then to put that together with what is possible for us. Yeah, what is possible for us. So it's a real practice of letting the fullness of the heart um, move us, feel that movement of dana move us, and then bring that together with our circumstances and what is possible for each of us. Um, and this is again, comes back to this being a practice of community because the community of practitioners together supports the Dharma to flow. You know, some of us, our circumstances are more limited now and some of us 
our circumstances are more abundant right now. Yeah. And so between us, we each offer what we can. And we know that we are not only supporting ourselves, we're not only supporting Guy House or the teachers, we're supporting each other to be able to practice. And so the practice of contemplating, digesting, and remembering our acts of generosity. Yeah, it's a beautiful practice. And letting ourselves feel the joy of that movement of generosity, which is not um, defined by an amount. Yeah, it's not defined by an amount. It's defined by that movement of, of the heart. And remembering it's a practice. So there may be discomfort that arises. That's okay. <laughs> there may be confusion. There may be a wish to just kind of fast forward and do it quickly. <laughs> yeah. And just noticing, you know, it's, it's part of our practice. And how can we attend to that skillfully with kindness, with compassion, with care? And can we feel the joy in the giving and the receiving? Yeah, feel the joy. So thank you all for your um, practice, for your generosity, for your presence. And uh, a huge thank you to Sagiv, of course. There'll be more of that later. But what an act of, of dana and of generosity to offer this support to, to all of us. Really priceless. So thank you, all of you, and uh, we'll have half an hour now for uh, walking practice or a cup of tea practice uh, or any other practice you'd like to engage in, dana practice, and then we'll meet back here for the uh, closing dharma talk and circle. <laughs>